0: Out, Mark I'm Steve Sears. I'm Brett And we've got a fantastic show here for you today. We are all comedians living here in Los Angeles, and we're also professional wrestling fans. And today on the show, we've got part two of our interview with John Morrison. Very exciting. Very, Very exciting. exciting. stuff. Last uh, episode, we played... Um, A big chunk of our interview with John Morrison and Tommy Dreamer. Mm -hmm. And then Dreamer had to go wrestle a match. So we hung out with Morrison for a little while longer. And uh, so the second part of the interview is just us and John. Exciting. That room got hot. It got hot in there. It's been hot in here. We've had an intense... Business discussion.
1: Well, that's yeah, because yeah, we shot. turned off the air conditionings to record.
2: Yeah, it's- and we took all the, the lampshades off, yep. remember? it was very- Because you want
1: those bare bulbs. You want that <laughs> bare exposed light.
2: We wanted those guys sweating in there because we were cutting, getting to the bottom of To them, put them
1: in things. their element. Yeah. You got those guys sweating, they're in their element. Their instincts take over.
0: You know, before <laughs> we did the interview with uh, Morrison, he, well, we did the interview with John right before he was leaving to go to this Philippines tour. Yeah. And, um, and he just went and wrestled on the Philippines tour, and he won – the WWF X championship from Sheldon Benjamin. And we don't wanna we don't wanna
1: take credit for this,
0: but we should say that we did interview him right before. <laughs> and you. we gave him a pep talk. <laughs> yep. Well, guys, uh we got the Morrison stuff coming up in just a bit. But first I got a I got a really uh, great story about Hulk Hogan here. Oh. I mean a, a newsworthy story.
1: Should we bring him in here? Uh, uh to, to hang on. He hang on.
0: Well yeah, as we've established, uh, Hulk Hogan works part time as a receptionist in the in the lobby here. At, at, at the Comedy Podcast sure Network, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he often pops in on the show. Well,
1: just let me make sure that the intercom's off because I notice he tapes it down with these Hulk Hogan Band-Aids so yeah. he can listen to us He all wants the to time. hear
0: everything we're yeah. doing in here. Oh, right.
1: Look at this. I got to peel this fucking Band-Aid off.
0: <laughs> all right. All right. Well, here's the story. Uh, this is, I got this off the Pro Wrestling Torch <laughs> website, which is a fantastic website, by the way. In his current international media tour, Hulk Hogan talked to CTV News about an, the effect a battery pack in his back can have on normal bodily functions. Quote, it's an electric stim, you know. If the pain in my back is too bad and it goes to my head, there's an electrical current that I can turn on that will cancel out any pain waves. It pretty much makes you so you don't feel the pain. It's not a drug. It's just electricity. I've got like a garage door controller with all these buttons on it, how intense I want to make it. My nipples stand on end if I want to. And my wiener stands straight. It's much better than Viagra, Hogan said. Ugh, wow. disgusting. Jesus, is <laughs> fantastic.
1: I, I actually, I would like to have Hogan come in here, and so he could. I would like to hear how Hogan says wiener
0: because you say <laughs> wiener like wiener, yeah. like it's the wiener. Well, I don't know how to say wiener and make it sound cool or manly or anything. I've never heard anybody say wiener to describe their penis since I was like in second grade. Hey, what's up, dudes? <laughs> hey, oh, oh,
2: Jesus, Jesus. you oh, just oh, burst through it's those doors. Brothers. Hey, oh, I had noticed that. Uh, one of my Band-Aids must have slipped, so I wanted to come in and check it out. <laughs> oh, uh, because the oh, intercoms intercom co- are working. The intercoms, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to know what's going on in here, dude. Well,
1: uh, now that you hear Hogan, maybe we could ask you a couple of questions. <sighs> that you've been giving a, an interview for CTV. That's a Canadian television, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: hey, all that furniture's on its way, too, guys. Oh, uh, oh the, the ordered, Rent-A-Center furniture? Yeah, yeah. the new Rent-A-Center furniture's on its way. I got us a 55-inch <laughs> big screen TV. Oh, great. Wait, big screen. You mean, you mean flat screen, No, right? no, no. Big screen TV. Picture tube.
1: So you got us a, a, a wooden aquarium for our front office. Yeah, That's dudes. what you... Oh, thank That's you. the latest
2: technology from 20 years ago. All right, all right so... You didn't uh, rent us that waterbed, did you? The waterbed is coming, dude. Oh, it's going to be yeah. in your office.
0: I told you I didn't want the waterbed, Hulkster. Oh, you're going to love it. Well, it's, 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 I think
1: you're going to want that waterbed when he... Oh shit! It's semi-waveless. <laughs> I just dropped my microphone.
2: <laughs> Listen, Hulkster.
1: Ask about the wiener. Whoa, 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 whoa! You okay, buddy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that?
2: Well, I just had to give myself a little shock, dude.
1: Why? Well, no, I I bumped his arm when I was yeah. fixing the microphone. I I wonder, did we just set off the battery pack that's yeah, in your yeah. in your but back? It's good.
2: It cut off all the pain, guys. This is fantastic. Oh, sorry about this. Ooh, oh my whoa. Jesus! pole, my man. Hulks my p- wiener's out. That's how he <laughs> says it. What? Well, Your what? My wiener's out, dudes.
1: He <laughs> puts an H on it. A Wiener.
2: I'm wearing uh, these tight pants and my cowboy boots. So, yeah.
1: well, all right, get just get back behind <laughs> the front.
2: <good.
3: laughs> oh, <God. sighs>
0: Mark,
1: you
2: just oh, wiped your eye. Is
3: boy.
0: everything okay? No,
1: yeah.
2: I think something just shot out of Hogan's nipples. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, they're all, they're
3: erect, man. <laughs>
1: I don't I?
2: even need to do the splits in my shirts anymore. My nipples cut right through it.
1: Well, that would be a shame because they would just cut two little holes right in front of your nipples instead of ripping it. Ha, right?
2: <laughs> Steve. Are your
0: uh, are your are your nipples able to produce milk or something? Your breasts.
2: Yes. It's one of the side effects from uh, all that working out when I was younger. That. Draining the prayers, the vitamins, the vitamins, yeah, huh? the, vitamins the vitamins I was vitamins. taking and, yeah. Have yeah. caused my nipples to drain a milk-like substance. Well, listen, Hulkster, I just want you to know
0: we. Me- oh, <sighs> oh, <Jesus. sighs> I uh, I feel partly responsible for the condition you're in right now. I mean, I watched you wrestle all these years. I enjoyed all the leg drops that you delivered. I know oh, that's thirty years up- of leg,
2: dra- leg drops, brother. It's what jacked up your back. I'm sorry about I'm it. I'm seven man. inches shorter than I was when I wrestled. <laughs> I uh,
0: I'm sorry you're going through this, man. Well, oh, that was what. a
1: good tab. I wish there was some way I could crush this can. I guess I'll just leave it right here on the floor.
2: I got it there, buddy. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to leg drop it? I can't. If I leg drop one more time, my back will
3: explode. It'll
2: explode. It will explode. Like the Mega Powers exploded before <laughs> like WrestleMania. Pa- th- like <laughs> a 980-pound Andre the Giant, eight foot eleven. That's not true. It's impossible. That's not true. All right, listen. Oh, get, you gotta,
0: you gotta get back to work. Nobody's in the front lobby right
3: now. Oh yeah, okay, I'll get back out there. And okay. could you use
1: these band aids? I'll put this band aid on the intercom so you can listen in. But you need to put these two band aids on your nipples. To All t- right, to I'll do them down. back. <laughs> oh
0: god. Well, Steve, I got some great news for you. Oh. You know, every once in a while we look on the uh, WWE website and we look at jobs that they're that they're offering to people. Always searching. Well, I know you're always interested in trying to find a new job. Yeah. A yeah. new job. Yeah, you know? I want to I wanna get out of here, guys. Something different. Something different. Something so every new. once in a while, we find something on here that I think would be really exciting and perfect for you, and we read it on the show. Oh, well, I go
1: to, I go to WWE.com to find these jobs because I want to be a part of the industry that's
0: touched my life in the same way that it's touched your guys' right. life. And I think I think you imagine working for WWE, just like the experience John Morrison has had, you imagine exciting Excitement. You imagine an adrenaline rush. Yeah. Traveling. A schedule that Yo, just, right, God. just takes you city on adventures. every night. Yes. Yes. Superstar lifestyle. That's yes. what you want. Sometimes I want you I tell want the day travel. by the bottle that you drink. Yeah. Well, Damn. I think this might be a good way, a good foot in the door here for you, buddy. How about on WWE Jobs, on WWE.com, they're offering a position for a media inventory assistant. Whoa. Whoa. Interested? Maya. Uh, WWE has an exciting opportunity for an organized media inventory assistant. Mia. Key responsibilities. You want to hear what you'd have to do? Yeah, of course. Let me get out the checklist. Maintain and organize media library
1: tape storage. I have a National Geographic collection at home, and I stack them to
0: keep my TV up. Review, evaluate, and catalog old footage.
2: I love cataloging
0: old footage. (laughs) Monitor tape degaussing. That means erasing. That means erasing. It says erasing in parentheses. So actually. you would be
2: in charge about what archives were erased or not. Huh?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Give me a year you don't like. How about
0: 2011? <laughs> you guys
1: yeah, want me to it's erase? Gone. Yeah. It's gone. yeah. Actually, Speak please out. do. <laughs> yeah.
2: A
0: locate tapes for producers on an as-needed basis. Ooh. Steve, you
2: know get me this. You've yep. got it. Hey, yeah.
0: I'm on my way. Can I get you something else? Orange juice,
1: espresso, coffee, non-fat milk. Hey, that just wouldn't be anybody saying Steve, get
0: me this. That could be Kevin Dunn saying Whoa. Steve, get me this. Yeah. Producers, organize and manage tape stock supply. I don't know what that means. Okay,
1: I think. Oh, I think I, you have to tapes? order
2: new tapes to tape stuff, and you have to manage the tapes you have.
1: Hey, did you guys ever see Virtuosity? No. Why were they, why are they still using tapes? Shouldn't they be using like digital media disks or like crystalline keyboards? Maybe that's or, the or, well, type of the
2: things you can implement. Because right, so they the want job. the forward thinking.
1: Yeah. It's like, "Hey, i brought all this <laughs> liquid memory that we can keep in these jars." You're I've, fired. <laughs> the next
0: the next point is really going to blow your mind.
1: Hold on, let me hold on to something.
0: Got it? I got it. Get lunch for team members and handle reception as requested. <laughs> there! You...
1: Ah! <laughs> Chandelier! Ah! Broom in half!
0: Gah! Yeah, I can do it. Your Caesar salad, Mrs. McMahon Levesque.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've already pre-chewed all the chicken for you. I hope that wasn't too. It- it-
0: presumptuous. Just open your mouth and I'll spit it in there like a mother mother, mother
1: bird I, does to its baby.
2: I love that the same guy in, charging, in charge of being able to race archival material also has to get lunch for everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's a shame like you. I wanted this to be a
1: non-fat latte. Hey, you got it. I'll just be in this yeah. room with our entire history. Yeah. <laughs> Keep
0: current with WWE program products and services. Well, oh. you're on that. Yeah, I guess so. Let me quickly read you the thing, the requirements that they've got here for this position, uh, guys. I gotta go to make sure that you're qualified. So
1: no, you know, no, no, you know what? come on, well,
0: I'll be there's, all right. There's actually like a lot. Work experience in a library a plus. Oh, oh. I went to a library so they, they want a librarian basically. Use the bathroom. WWE product knowledge preferred. Strong Microsoft Office skills, especially Excel. Excellent organizational communication and interpersonal skills. Able to function well in a dynamic, fast-paced environment. That means just abusive, right? That just means a very abusive. Particularly when Vince is around. (laughs) Detail-oriented. Able to learn systems quickly. Team player who is willing to pitch in wherever help is needed. Valid driver's license and vehicle that can be used for business. Bachelor
2: degree preferred. It says nowhere that you need former barista and or wait staff experience. It doesn't say that, but where I think
1: it's is this, inherent. Where yeah. is this dream job located?
2: Uh, it's in Stanford,
0: Connecticut. WWE has a comprehensive benefits package that includes transportation to and from the Stanford train station and a state-of-the-art fitness center. Whoa. That's like the Google campus, right, guys?
2: And each member is issued one Hornswoggle action figure yeah. a year. <laughs> Uh, What do you think, Steve? Well,
1: you know, do you guys remember that WWF Attitude commercial they showed uh, back in the day with Stone Cold and Sable and Mankind and The Rock? Yeah, of course. That's what I always imagined uh, WWF headquarters was like. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could have just been a soundstage, but I always imagined that people were going through partitions and...
2: Throwing through walls and getting uh, choke slammed onto desks.
1: That's what I always dreamed it would be like. And just when you you read this job description to me, it sounds like I'm just going to be sitting around logging tapes and getting lunch every day. Erasing tapes. Erasing tapes. No, no, no. You don't get to erase tapes unless it's like a Friday or something. You have to log tapes (laughs) and then they'll just – that's the other thing is managing stock means you have to get more tapes. You don't get to ever really erase tapes until it's like, hey – Erase this and don't let anyone ever know. That's, that's when you get to erase
2: everything that Bruno San Martino was ever in. What? Uh,
0: guys, I got some big news about the Ultimate Warrior. Oh, boy. He's I usually he's, quiet. Yeah, he seems like he's been pretty low key lately, right, guys? Well, you can win VIP tickets to meet the Ultimate Warrior in Chicago March
3: 24th. Yeah!
1: Woo! i <laughs> top, Brett.
0: And I'm sure you're thinking, how? What do I have to do to win these VIP tickets to meet the <laughs> Tell Warriors? me now. Yeah. I'm biting through my lower lip. They have two sets, two sets of VIP tickets to give away for Mr. Warriors. They call him Mr. Mr. Warrior. Warrior. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: For Mr. Warriors upcoming appearance in Chicago for PCW Wrestling. This, this March 24th. All you have to do... <sighs> Is watch this classic Ultimate Warrior promo. There's a video on the website that this is taken from, and do your best impression. Upload your submissions to YouTube and email them to us at onewarriorweb at gmail.com. Get creative, get ultimate.
1: So don't yeah. cut your own promo, no individuality. Do an impersonation of a guy who you're already trying to see.
0: Wait, there's more. What? To ensure fairness, all videos will be posted on the One Warrior Nation website, war, war, warrioruniversity.com, and you, the warriors, will choose the winners. Oh. Oh, he's turning a warrior what warrior
1: website into its own little uh, social media. It's uh, like an American Idol. It's a little chrysalis. <laughs> the little to warrior see everybody chrysalis. audition. Yeah. To help,
0: we'll even it's give like you a, a script. There's a, a script involved. Then they provide a script of what they want you to say in this warrior promo. Well, we got to give this a try. All right. Mm, volunteers.
1: Uh, you're holding it. Yeah. You're holding, you have your hand up in the air. Why do you, no one can see you waving
3: your hand, Mark. Give
2: me two seconds to paint your face.
3: Yeah. There we go.
2: And done. Uh, here's what
3: it says. <laughs> I Hulk Hogan have a question to answer your question. As you, Hulk Hogan, travel to Wrestlemania by conventional means, the normals you travel with experience malfunctions. <laughs> As you realize all that is left is total self-destruction, do you, Hulk Hogan, show self-pity? Do you, Hulk Hogan, try to reason why? Do you, Hulk Hogan, try and comfort the normals that have been more fear than you? Or do you, Hulk Hogan, kick the doors out? Kick the cockpit door down. Take the two pilots that have already made the sacrifice so that you can face the challenge. Dispose of them, Hulk Hogan. Assume the controls, Hulk Hogan. Shove that control into a nosedive, Hulk Hogan. Push yourself into total self-destruction. As you realize, Hulk Hogan, you are about to enter a world close to parts unknown. Ah, smell it, warriors. Do you Hulk Hogan look for a place to hide, or do you Hulk Hogan face the challenge that may be more powerful than even you are, Hulk Hogan? There's more. Hold on, but before you <laughs> uh,
1: before you finish, I've I've got an idea. Can you read this last paragraph as if it's a commercial, like an infomercial? Because it sure. seems like that's where it's sort of going. Do you know what I'm talking about?
0: Okay, I'll, I'll try it. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: okay, uh, we're good in the booth. Can we? Yeah, can we yeah. get the? Uh... All right. You need some water. Are You good? I'll try it. Okay.
0: You, Hulk Hogan, must self-destruct so that you will know, Hulk Hogan, who is the chosen one. For Hulk Hogan, I am not the chosen one that you speak of. I am not. I, Hulk Hogan, am the only one.
1: Very good. Yeah? Very good. Very good. Did, like Halfway through, I was sort of like, there's something very strange about this where it almost seems like, what is he selling? <laughs> what is
2: he trying to get us to buy? There's sort of like a really like veiled, subliminal message here to Hulk Hogan, I think. I don't know what it even means. Yeah, <laughs> but that's it's what it some is. Some sort of a message. This to definitely Hulk Hogan. is a classic
0: warrior promo. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what the hell he's I'm talking about. I
1: think any time you encourage someone to knock down the door of a cockpit and take the wrestle the controls away from the pilots of said aircraft, I think you're really onto something.
2: Did you guys need me, dudes? Oh, uh, no. I just heard my name being yelled to a hundred times from in here. <laughs> uh, uh you know, Hulkster.
0: Look, I don't know. if... I don't know if I want to tell you this. I was just doing a, an Ultimate Warrior promo about you.
2: Uh, you were,
1: I, it was a joke. We were just messing around. We Yeah, we were just kidding around. That's
2: all right, brothers. That man's insane. What, yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> oh, oh, he's making uh, the
0: cuckoo fingers uh, with his nipples. Uh, he's making the cuckoo fingers. Uh,
2: better than Viagra,
0: brothers. All right, all get gee, back God. to work. God. Get back to work. Bye. Uh, You know what? I actually am thinking, now that I've read this whole thing, I think this might be an old Warrior promo from the build-up to WrestleMania. It VI. sounds
1: familiar. It sounds I think really this is familiar. that
0: infamous promo that he did that they make fun of in the self-destruction of the Ultimate Warrior DVD. I thought There's they were nonsensical the- promo that I- he did building up to WrestleMania Six. I really do. <laughs> I
1: thought there wasn't there also mention of a spaceship, like getting in a spaceship that was going to go. Probably. Do you remember that?
0: <laughs> probably. Well, that's probably what this is. Maybe one of our listeners will go hop on our Facebook and confirm that for us. That that is what this promo is. We got a quick, we got to get to this John Morrison uh, 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 interview, but we got a quick story about The Rock too, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 An interesting story about The Rock and his future beyond WWE. And the movies.
1: How can someone have a future beyond WWE and the major motion picture business?
2: The Rock is considering entering politics, everybody. Uh, Dwayne Johnson made political waves based on comments he made about potentially running for political office in the future. Uh, right now, the best way I can impact the world is through entertainment, the Rock says. One day, and that day will come, I can impact the world through politics. The great news is is that I'm American, therefore I can become president. But don't forget, I am G.I. Joe, Rock said after playing coy on how he knew about the death of Osama bin Laden in 2011 before nearly everyone else. Uh, Mark, you've got a theory
1: on this, right? You're a bit of a politics guy. you know. Well, it's
0: not a theory. It's just that... Uh, It's a fact that there was a a weird incident that made world – worldwide news that when uh, Osama bin Laden was killed, somehow the rock knew before anyone else. I'm not making this up. You can Google it and look at it. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners remember when this happened is that the rock tweeted something. I can't remember the exact tweet, but um, the rock tweeted something like
2: (laughs) the seals join team. Bring it.
0: (laughs) It was like, it was something like, you know, finally, Osama bin Laden's been wiped off the face of the earth. Go U S like it was something like that and um and then the news broke huffington Post and drudge report was like hey wait who's following the rock on twitter <laughs> <laughs> then the news actually broke like 45 minutes later so then everybody was like how the fuck everybody realized it was like how the fuck did the rock know before anyone knew and he to this day has not admitted why how he knew
1: all right expert opinion do you think he could somehow leverage that into a successful political career a political career? Yeah. Uh,
0: maybe. What
1: a state controller? I know, I know <laughs> secrets.
0: <laughs> uh, but you know you know who we should ask about this is Jesse the Body Ventura. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a big conspiracy theorist. He's a big conspiracy theorist. And remember he came on our New Year's show and gave us all those conspiracy theories. Is he still in the green room? Uh, let me check. Hey guys,
1: how are you? Oh, okay, oh. Actually here he is. Have a seat, Mr. Ventura. Jesse. Hey, I gotta
2: tell you how much I really enjoy that waterbed out there. Oh, oh, good, good. I'm yeah, glad you like yeah. it. I think up- it's really nice to have in the lobby. Well, I think it's going to end up in my office eventually. So. Oh, great. Yeah. So we'll be hanging out a little bit. Oh, definitely. I love it. Cool. Listen, hey, Jess- what are you
1: guys going to be doing hanging out in Mark's office with a bed?
2: We're just going to be talking, Steve.
1: Okay. I didn't mean to imply anything. I didn't mean to conspire. <laughs> you know, why you're
2: sitting here, why don't you get the rest of us some lunch?
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Listen, Jesse, <laughs> we... um we got to ask you about, do you know anything about how The Rock knew that Osama Bin Laden had been killed before anyone else knew? You've got to ask yourself a
2: question, Mark. Mm-hmm. How do you think he would not know?
0: W- what do you, I, I, don't know why, I don't know I don't know how to answer that. I don't know why he would
2: know.
1: It's like asking why would Kurt Russell know that Osama Bin Laden died before everybody else. Except Kurt Russell's awesome. I'll
2: also
0: take a low-fat
2: coffee, no, absolutely, too, while you're definitely. out there. <laughs> well, ask yourself, now, how many movies does The Rock
3: get into a year? I don't uh, uh, good one three maybe
2: three enjoyable ones more like thirty what? okay, so there was one time in two thousand eleven where the rock had not made a movie in just about three weeks, and it was during that time he joined up with the United States military, went over and delivered a rock bottom to Osama bin Laden, destroying the man's skull in and Pakistan him. yes. Wait a minute, Jesse. That is not the official government story. They don't want you to know. No, Mark. Seal Team that Six. That move is so lethal Seal that it six was shot used. him in
0: the
1: eye.
2: No, that's not, that's what they want you to believe, Steve. I'm still waiting on my coffee. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyhow, he <laughs> went over there and he delivered a people's elbow to the Bin Laden, picked him up and gave him a listless rock bottom, and Osama's head exploded.
0: But, well, Jesse, I, I don't know. Have you seen The Rocks, Rocks, Bottoms in the last year or yeah, so? I'm not sure that i buy it. They're them.
2: listless and uninspired. Oh, but <laughs> and that and one had huh. the full weight of the United States <laughs> military behind it. All right. It, well, was, I mean, it was held higher and more violent than any finishing move I've ever seen. All right. Look, Jesse, well, so, but so. even,
1: even with that such an amazing accomplishment, him killing Osama bin Laden, would you vote for him?
2: Yes, I would vote for him because he's American.
1: State control. just because he's American? Yes. <laughs>
0: State controller?
2: Oh, d- well, w- yes.
0: Does oh. the fact that he's in G.I. Joe 2 have anything to do that
2: with that? That has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Because the, th- those Jesse- guys are the real American heroes.
0: You know, Jesse, I've noticed that, that The Rock is in The Journey 2, and he's in G.I. Joe 2. Is there some conspiracy behind this that he the only does sequels, sequels to movies the Mummy? that he wasn't in the original Yeah, of? he was in The Mummy. He was <laughs> The Scorpion King.
2: Yeah, Uh, they're gonna remake Arthur 2 again, and he's going to be in that one as well.
1: (laughs) I didn't laugh because it was a terrible movie. Jesse, thank you for joining us. Jesse, before you go, can
2: you quote on the rocks? Arthur, two on the rocks. I understand you
1: do a really awesome Alan Rickman from Die Hard impression. Could you do your character from Predator talking to Alan Rickman? From, uh, well, you're the one
2: that does the Alan Rickman.
1: Well, I didn't want to set it up that way. I was hoping <laughs> that it would sound like I wasn't tooting my own horn, but
2: uh, okay, here I'll I'll do, do that
1: goddamn on. sexual Tyrannosaurus line, and I'll do well. The shoot I'll the just glass? say
2: I'll just say, hey, there's something in this woods that's following us,
1: and I'll say, shoot the glass.
2: There's no glass out here, you asshole.
1: Shoot We're- the glass.
2: All right. <laughs>
1: Perfect. That's that's really what I wanted.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Go where are
1: the coffees? I brought the coffee. You have your tuna salad and I got a grilled cheese for Mark. Well oh, Jesse, if
0: you, you want to go chill out on the waterbed, we'll uh we'll come out there and we'll hop on and we'll 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 hang out with you in a little bit. I'll be
2: waiting for you, Mark.
1: Please take oh. off that spiked leather jacket. I figured just Mark, because it's a waterbed.
0: Thanks for coming in. Thanks. Uh well guys, we gotta get to our um our our John Morrison interview here. Um and uh well what can we say about it? We had a lot of fun hanging out with John. We uh recorded this uh just about a week ago just before our Wrestle Reunion and hung out with John and Tommy Dreamer. That was on the last episode and this one uh it's a little extra time just with John Morrison. Did you smoke weed?
3: <laughs> you got real chill
1: there Because when I think about No, he was doing the NPR lead-in It was like, yeah. just a uh, really good we
2: conversation We had a really great conversation and with John that. Morrison <laughs> We sat down with him for about six hours Here are some excerpts um, So uh, we hope
0: you enjoy Take a listen here on Curtain Jerks, and Jerkson. we're still hanging out. We're still drinking beers. Sure, sure, Let's just sure. just admit it. We're drinking yeah, yeah. some beers. Yeah. In, a, <laughs> in a hotel. We're go down
4: and watch yeah. a wrestling event. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's yeah. the, I got that's the best way to prepare, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got a pint glass that says Daily Grill. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to take that. I don't it think back you were supposed to take that out of the that? restaurant. Yeah. I was supposed to leave the bar with this? No we one said are, anything,
2: though. We are guys together in a hotel room. <laughs> yep. I got everybody I a fork.
1: Would anyone like any of these forks I took from the restaurant? No.
2: And I, I've got oh, a, is, there, a, is there forks? Okay. <laughs> Maybe save them for later. hold on. We're a bunch of guys hanging out drinking beers where one of the guys owns action figures of one of the guys that are here. <laughs> <laughs> John, John Morrison po- owns Brett Ganell action <laughs> yeah, figures. It's yeah, very does. postmodern,
0: <laughs> And <laughs> those are very
4: hard to find. extremely hard to find. Yeah. Specifically from his own <laughs> eBay website. <Yeah>. So <laughs> I have to say,
0: I should say that John Morrison is still here with us and Tommy Dreamer had to take off. He's about to go wrestle. We're recording this at Wrestle reunion at the LAX Westin, and Tommy's got a match here in a couple hours uh, uh, after the time we're recording it's this. Actually, in about le- the show starts in less than an hour. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah, really, yeah. really we really are
1: cool. under the gun, guys. Yeah, we're yeah, under yeah. the gun. <laughs> we have this a is a time
0: sensitive <laughs> podcast, right? Very now. intense. <laughs> Well <laughs> we all met up because uh, you know, we all do comedy, sketch, and improv all the curtain jerks, guys, and you started doing some of it too here in uh in LA. How do you like it so far?
4: Um, so far it's it's been great. Um you know, improv I could equate a lot to uh wrestling, mm-hmm. you know? Um the whole call yeah. it on the fly mm-hmm. mentality go out there and um basically make the best out of whatever happens. You can't uh you can't pre plan a lot of stuff. for, for example, mm-hmm. I had uh this one match with Charlie Haas, God it must have been like two thousand and six, I was Johnny Nitro and um We had our time cut, and um, we ended up having... We we had six. We got cut. We only had four minutes. So Lillian Garcia is announcing Charlie Haas. When she announces him, he sprints out of Gorilla and slides into the ring because he wants to use every actual second that we have for the match. Mm -hmm. But Lillian hasn't had a chance to get out of the ring yet. So he slides into the ring, hits the ropes, bumps into Lillian. She flies off the apron and lands on the floor (laughs) and then starts making noises like a a beached dolphin, kind of like a... (laughs) <laughs> grabbing her wrist or something, and like the crowd, who um, Charlie was was supposed to be um, the babyface. Yeah, 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 yeah. Johnny one, yeah. yeah, so they see like Charlie Haas assault Lillian, and like boo. Like, <laughs> then like halfway through the match, Lillian stands up, and there's a Lillian chant. Like they don't they don't care about the match. Like they, they care that they just saw like Lillian get knocked off the apron, and then um, Charlie now is like is the heel. Everyone's, everyone's actually they're not, they're not cheering for Johnny Nitro They're just booing me But really more booing Charlie mm-hmm. And cheering for Lillian But stuff like that Those situations that arise You can't plan And you just have to go with and capitalize on. And um, so that's kind of what uh, I feel like improv is. Right. You know, you're, you're dealt a hand. Like, you can't see the cards before you get them. And when you get them, you just got to make the
2: best but of you it. You find yeah. out what
1: works with the crowd, and then you can run with to it. To nerd out, exactly. I
2: absolutely yeah. remember that happening to Lillian. <laughs> really? that, that was on a raw. It was right? live. It was on yeah, live yeah. TV. And then they <laughs> did, They had to do a whole angle where she needed protection or something. after. Yeah, that, they tried to make a whole angle out of it, mm-hmm. and then... I just can't remember who her bodyguard was at the th- Like it might have they been. They had. Like, they were Mabel using big something. vis. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Oh yeah. For, yeah. for like yeah. the for the thing, and it didn't really go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's funny that that mistake had to be written into a, as a storyline right after. You that. know
4: what? To me though, it says something that like um, people can identify stuff that's real and really mm-hmm. latch onto it. Mm-hmm. And that event that happened was real. That was like right. on live TV. It was real. And when it happened, everyone's instantly interested. So. Despite like whatever else happens when people see something that 's real they see something that people really believe in it 's way more interesting than anything else that 's happening mm-hmm. and and so that's the like curtains like getting it's
1: pulled like... back, you get to sort of see the inner workings a little bit, so it gets really yeah. exciting yeah.
4: and the same thing with improv you know like somebody gets like a weird opportunity like and they react honestly mm-hmm. it 's funny and it 's more
0: interesting than somebody who comes on with pre planned material yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, another thing you were telling us that you uh, that you did that that plays into um, to your uh, character and your in-ring work is Taekwondo that you did some karate okay, for a while. The... <laughs> <laughs> the well, yeah, you had mentioned this earlier, yeah. and it, was, I it sounded that... like such an epic well, battle. I did I did, a, be... I did
4: a number of martial arts. I did traditional wushu for for two years. Okay. I did uh, uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, um, and of course, like amateur wrestling, high school, college, and um, the Taekwondo that I was telling you about. Like, I really only did like for uh, like a month or two, yeah. And it was in that little period of time between tough enough. And uh, before they announced the winners, we'd filmed tough enough, but we didn't know who won yet. And in that meantime, I was thinking like, all right, well, bef- I'm gonna I'm gonna become badass. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna learn how to be a badass before they announce who won, because then if I turn out that I do win, I'm gonna I'm gonna show up to OVW and I'm mm-hmm. gonna know all these crazy kicks and like how to how to be badass at Taekwondo. So I go to this place, um, San Pedro Taekwondo or something, something like that. Yeah. And, um, like my They're not going to come de- after us and beat us up, right? <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Well, actually, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Grandmaster Choi was a, a pretty stout dude. Um, so Grandmaster Choi like, was the uh, the owner of the school. He's like a, I don't know, a ninth degree, degree black belt. I don't really know much about it. He had a, a black belt. With a lot of degrees, sure, he was sure. he was a, a pretty intense, like black pretty intense, like a uh, Korean gentleman.
1: Well, we could mm-hmm. say a pretty intense Korean gentleman, and then underlying badass. Yeah, okay,
4: exactly. And um, his his son uh, was also a black belt, but his son was not like a maybe like a, a willingly like willingly participating in this Taekwondo thing. Mm-hmm. I could tell that he'd been strong armed into it. By his dad. His his son was uh, So
1: a black belt, nothing underlined. Yeah. Kind of like he, a, he had no
0: degrees. Earl <laughs> Tiger Woods relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. if your dad's a black belt taekwondo yeah, yeah. or whatever, a grandmaster, you can't be like, Yeah, I think I'm just gonna I think I'm gonna go
1: into neuroscience. I really want to play <laughs>
0: yeah. badminton. I don't know about yeah. this violence thing. So um he's
4: yeah, he's kind of like a, like an out of shape kid. Like he's a little bit pudgy. Um and um he's like fourteen and I'm twenty two. When I'm, when I'm doing this taekwondo. And so uh, Grandmaster Choi's like, all of a sudden the second day I'm there, it's like, sorry, it's sparring day. And so I'm suddenly now like sparring. I'm, I'm a white, I have my white belt on, by the way. I'm <laughs> sparring, degree. yeah. I'm sparring with uh, Grandmaster Choi's son, who's a, who's a black belt. And all the kids are, are chan- like, you know, oh, get him. I
1: get him, Peter. Yeah,
4: he's a he's, he's white belt. Come on, you're a black belt. Get him.
1: Is there a and, stats
4: difference? Is there like,
1: like, how do you guys measure up against each other?
4: Oh, big stats difference. I mean, I'm like, a, I'm six one. I've got, I've got a definite reach advantage. Um, <laughs> I'm maybe, you know, a, a buck ninety five, and, um, and this kid. Is uh yeah, five six maybe like a, a buck seventy tenacious yeah he's he's tenacious he, <laughs> those are like, Steve Sears well, st- stats right? I, I yeah, would right. say I would say like a little pit bull except pit yeah. bulls have like pretty good muscle tone mm-hmm. so, so he was less like a pit bull and some sort of cuddly dog more like a, yeah. yeah Steve Sears yeah. A Chow yeah, yeah. more more like a like a, a Chow or like a, <laughs> a, a, a like a Shetland. Sheepdog. I mean, I thought you
1: were gonna say yeah. a Shetland pony, Oh like, no 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 no. Like like a
4: like a sheepdog or a, a collie or or a Labrador that had been like dining on ice cream. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. right, You've know you painted quite a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I got it. Yeah. I forgot what he was talking about. Okay, but so uh so I'm sparring with this kid and um you know, I I was kind of like I wasn't like trying as hard as I could, but I was like kinda of jabbing him a little bit and throwing some play kicks and um I think then, like, uh, I started feeling really bad. I'm like, man, like, like, here's this kid. Like, his dad's, like, been, like force him to like do this taekwondo that he obviously doesn't really like and like all the other little kids are like chanting for him and here i am like kind of like pushing him away so i like decide all right i'm gonna like let up a little bit and i do for a second and then he like, kicks me in the stomach
0: really hard
4: <laughs> like so hard that I, you like sometimes you get kicked and you're like ooh, like i don't know if i'm gonna like fall over or throw shit up myself like, yeah, throw, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so i kind of clench up and like he when i looked up at him he kind of saw it in my eyes that like oh crap the eye right. of the tiger <laughs> yeah I, I kicked him way too hard mm-hmm. and um, then I, I caught myself and um, I, I tried to kick him back but not in full force <laughs> just <to> be, <laughs> no full, just a, full force is a funny term for me but yeah. I, to I t- teach I him a little bit yeah, of a lesson but but I was like lesson, you, know, you know I gotta teach him bit. a little respect so I, I like I, I, I kicked him back a few times and we were wearing full sparring gear and um, then I tried to do a jump kick uh, for some reason. I don't know why. It sounds like you're feeling <laughs> ambitious. You were yeah. feeling ambitious. You I, need to teach this I was, a skill lesson. I was, visually. I was Instead of like the lesson that I was like, I wasn't gonna like beat him at fighting. I was now thinking like, I'm gonna put on a show for these kids and blah blah blah. So I did this <laughs> like uh, I tried to go for like a like an outside spinning crescent kick, mm-hmm. and um when I landed I like rolled my ankle and collapsed, and um basically Grandmaster Choi was trying to tell me to get up, and I was trying to tell Grandmaster Choi that I couldn't stand because my ankle was really bad and um he looked very disappointed in me. And <laughs> I wanted you to beat the hell out of my son. I wanted you to be my new adopted child. I think that's what he I think he wanted me to really beat the crap out of his son. And then so he could, I don't know. but um, Travel the world and topple dojos. So yeah. like me and his son disappointed him that day. Nobody I guess, wins. yeah. You know it sounds like
1: the audience, all the kids that were watching. Got
4: I, to- I wish it was on videotape. <laughs> I mean, just so I could, I wouldn't want anyone else to see it because it would probably be really embarrassing. Choi wanted you to beat the chat.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now we got to go down uh, in a, a few minutes and uh, and hit up the uh, the Wrestle Reunion Legends show. But, you know, we do a bunch of impressions of wrestlers on Curtain Jerks all the time. And uh, we heard a rumor, uh, John, that you do uh, you do a couple impressions as well. Is this true? I don't know where you've been getting your information. So <laughs> <laughs> we heard, man. We heard you might have a we heard you might have a Drew McIntyre impression in your back pocket. A Drew McIntyre. Well, everyone's
4: got a good Scott. Do you guys have any kind of William Wallace, like Drew McIntyre impersonations? No, no, we've not never, that we do. We really haven't. Yeah, no, really, no, nobody no, does really
0: like... ha- Not a no. Not with, not with us. No. Nope.
4: Yep. Well, somebody give me something to talk about. Well, like, uh, well give me uh, give me a Drew McIntyre situation. tries to do a, a
0: John Laurinaitis
2: all the time. So. Oh, I
1: don't do I don't do a good Laur- I, John Laurinaitis is here, that's why I don't make impressions. Do, you do, I can a, can do a Laurinaitis. maybe a
2: backstage at SmackDown. Booker T coming up to uh, oh, let's ask do. Drew a question. All right, let's there do you.
4: like a uh, let's do a <laughs> yeah. Booker T and are Drew McIntyre. Are
3: you guys doing impressions in here?
2: <laughs> Look at that right there, dog. That's John
3: Laurinaitis right there. Just want to say hi. Ooh, chocolates. <laughs> Look at that right there. Hey, here comes Drew McIntyre, dog. Mr. Laurinaitis, yes. I think that you need to give me an opportunity
4: to wrestle for the WWE Championship. I'm the chosen one.
3: All He's right. the chosen one, dog. Put right. him in. Hey, guys, just don't put me on the spot, okay? I don't like decisions. You the interim raw general manager. I have talent relations. I know that. Look, I'll... Okay. Drew... Mist- You got it. Mr. Laurinaitis, I thank you. Show me on it.
4: You're taller than most people.
3: (laughs) It's true. A lot of people assume that with a voice like this, I'm very short. I'm in fact incredibly tall.
4: You're about the same height as me, though. So you and I see eye to eye. I appreciate that. It's true. It's true. I
3: I have trouble making eye contact with you, though. He's
2: going to give you a sidewalk slam. (laughs) 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 That's what I do.
4: I'll give people sidewalk slams. And you, Booker, T, Yeah, dog. I think you and I have some unsettled business that we might need to
3: attend to. Aw, oh, aw, oh, dog. Okay, let's get in the ring, son. That's Ryder, and General Manager, VP of Talent Relations, am making a match for tonight on SmackDown. Smirroning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. All right, well, guys, right. we got to go down and see this uh, this uh, Wrestle Reunion show here in a little bit. So, uh, John, thanks for joining us, man. Thanks for having both me, both on your own and with Tommy Dreamer. And uh, it's a pleasure, man. Uh, John, pleasure did you want to you. do you
1: if, want to uh, take the balcony down? I was going to do some parkour and just go off some the balcony. parkour. You know yeah, what? I'm gonna we'll gonna just take the roof. You, can you can you do go the there? rooftop way. I'm gonna take the elevator, and I'll right. see you down there. I'll see you. <laughs> All right, anybody, guys. I'll uh, see you
4: later. Anybody? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's dead. Check out what is? Oh, if I wouldn't, I was gonna say check out comedy jerks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, check out curtain jerks. Yeah, yeah. And um, probably if they're listening to
2: this, they would already have done that. <laughs> so but they can keep doing it in the future. We yeah. Have... Our well, one of our uh, biggest demographics is Thailand and Filipino lady boys.
4: Oh, nice! So. I hear, it's, it's good to hear that you uh, you reach out that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah! They love it,
2: and they're offering. Guys, I free... just made
4: it
1: back. It just helps when we broaden our horizons when we get the lady boys in there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think it's time to sign off. John, thank you uh, for curtain I'm Mark Rzeka. I'm Steve Sears. I'm Breaking Out. John Morrison. Join us next time. <laughs> bye bye.
2: Yeah.
0: And we're back here at the yes. Comedy Podcast Network headquarters. I finally
1: am getting my casts off. Your what? My casts off because they did all that parkour out the window. Remember, guys? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah of
0: course. <laughs> of course you did. And, uh, well, it was cool hanging out with John Morrison. Cool hanging out with Definitely. Tommy Dreamer. We thank both those guys for joining us and being part of Curtain Jerks. And
1: a very special thanks to Mark for conducting a good portion of that interview. It was very informative. <laughs>
2: interview was actually eight hours. <laughs>
1: Uh, choice excerpts uh, yeah. Chosen by Going Brett Ganel And Steve Sears By Mark Morsekin <laughs> Produced by Phil Ranta From Comedy Podcast Network We hope that you will Check us out uh, <laughs> At
0: twitter.com Slash curtain jerks Facebook.com Slash curtain jerks And uh, what else Thanks to ProWrestlingTorch.com uh, pro- I pull a lot of the stories That we The goofy stories That we talk about Here on the show Off their website Because they report On everything The big news The small news So I want to give A shout out to them too Yeah, And also a lot of our uh, Listeners who interact With us on twitter And facebook Keep uh, at it. Listeners like Neil Edwards, who's one of our sure. great fans and supporters, and uh, and we're a fan of his, too. Thanks for all your support, Neil. And uh, who else? Phil Ranta, president here at Comedy Podcast Network. Thanks, Phil. And thanks to everybody here at ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.
1: <coughs> all that cigar smoke <coughs> from the president of the Comedy Podcast Network, <coughs> Phil Ranta, smoking a big cigar. <coughs> ah, just and- blowing it in
3: my face. <coughs>
0: Join us next time. Bye-bye.
3: <laughs> for more funny stuff for your eyes and ears, go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.